But let's get into that combination of toughness and sweetness all at the same time. Charles Osgood sits down to talk to the great Chuck Berry in 1972, talking about Maybelline. It was a country song called Ida May. Elvis Presley brought the black music that he heard growing up in the South to white America. Well, believe it or not, Chuck Berry did the opposite. He brought country music to the black performers that he was working with. That was his hook. That was his contribution. And he loved this one country song, Ida May. But when he met with Leonard Chess from Chess Records, because Muddy Waters said, you got to go meet with this record producer. Leonard Chess said, forget about the blues songs you're playing. I want you to play Ida May, but that name, we gotta change the name. How would you get that song introduced into the mainstream? Not with the name Ida May. Well, there was a mascara company called Maybelline, a cosmetics company for women. Chuck Berry heard that and changed the name to Maybelline. And that song became his first song, which shot to be number one, something so rare. Let's listen to Charles Osgood. I want you to hear the voice in this interview of Chuck Berry, number 12. I have to think commercially because uh, if not, uh, it's not fair to the record company, it's not fair to my livelihood. And uh, so I think commercially, I think about what the public would want, you know. Getting still, if it's not within the feeling that I have to deliver, it does, it, it'll never be heard. When you first went to Leonard Chess, uh, you went with a, with a couple of records that you had made, a couple of uh, yeah, tape recordings, home, I guess. Tape, yeah, and I, I carried, uh, he told me to bring four numbers. As a matter of fact, I brought six. Next, number 13. But you didn't think at that time that Maybelline was the, was the best of that lot, did you? I was making $94 a week at uh, assembly plant. I had no idea. When I met my first job, I came to New York here and uh, was with an agency, and they said, well, this song will probably last you two years. You could run two, two years. And working 40 months out of the year at $50 a night. And the Lord had answered my blessings, you know, because from $74 a week, uh, $94 a week to $50 a night is a pretty good jump. He sounds a lot like me when my wife says you never answer the question. I love Charles Osgood asks him a question and he gives him the answer he wants to give him. But it was Maybelline. Oh, let's hear Maybelline before we get into the sound bites. This is the very first rock and roll song. Doesn't sound very revolutionary now, but it sure was in the 50s. All right, let's get into the story of Chuck Berry, the combination of toughness and sweetness and a keen observer of the surroundings, particularly of a teenager, a white teenager who he's going to try and appeal to. Let's go to number two. Chuck Berry is the father of rock and roll. He laid the foundations for an entire music genre. Just let me hear some of that rock and roll music. Any old way you it. He found that fire within him and he managed to harness it and make it into the most beautiful and engaging music of all time. Gotta be rock and roll music if you wanna dance. 
He was determined. He had a fire, just like Ben Ipa had a fire within him, particularly out in the lineup. The softness was inside. Let's talk a little bit more about the fire. Number three. In 1944, when he was still at high school, Chuck Berry was actually arrested and jailed for armed robbery. Now, the story goes that he and a couple of friends had decided to go on an impromptu road trip and they'd found a gun um, and they flagged down a car and used the gun, which they say wasn't, you know, a working gun to kind of steal the car at gunpoint. Chuck Berry's argument, apparently, was that their car had broken down and that he wasn't really carjacking anybody. He was just stopping the car and the pistol that he had was a fake one. Obviously, the uh, authorities didn't fall for this. He took advantage, however, of the time being in jail to pursue his musical instruments while in jail. This is amazing. Number four. Despite being minors and first-time offenders, uh, Chuck was actually sentenced to 10 years in jail, and he was sent to uh, Intermediate Reformery for Young Men in Algoa. And, but it was here this, that he started to uh, sing more. He actually formed his own singing group. This group that he started were actually really quite good. They practiced a lot and they actually played a few gigs. Um, he got out a little bit early as well for good behavior on his 21st birthday. But Chuck Berry has big dreams. He's not gonna stay on the Chitlin circuit. He's gonna go and branch out and bring his love for country music to the world that he was now experiencing to take over the music industry. Number five. 